Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Happy Turkey Day south of the border. Loving all this Brady hate. Rabel's old school. And it's nice watching the Raiders play Raider football. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 86. Wherever you're listening all over the world. Ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, ciao, konnichiwa, vonnegum, and... Marhaban. That's Arabic, and you're learning stuff. And one thing I thought about on the way here to record episode 76. 86. 86 at Centennial Studios in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, is that, yes, you might find it kind of fun that we say hello to you in your native language. But if you don't speak any English, there's no way you're listening to this podcast. So we'll keep doing all the languages of the world hellos, but ask yourself, Mike, or Hawk, or Dewey, who we'll get to in a second, uh... Would you ever listen to a podcast in a language you didn't understand just because you heard hello at the start? (laughs) If I'm I'm not mistaken, I think uh, some of these platforms can uh, translate to your chosen language. You know what? Oftentimes when people say, if I'm not mistaken, they usually know they're right. In this particular case, I think you're totally wrong. (laughs) I don't think podcasts do that at all. But we'll get into that and more. All of our all of our podcasts, all eighty six of them, are brought to you by Huck Media. Go to huckmedia.ca for any and all media needs. Uh, we love their whole team, and they take care of us real well. Especially Leslie upstairs in the stats office here at Centennial Headquarters. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Big Sunday nighter, big Monday nighter, and big three games coming up in a couple days on American Thanksgiving, which is the sweetest holiday in the world. If you don't have football and you don't have hot weather, you know what? I'm kind of over you as a holiday. I like Christmas. Nolan, I know you just jumped out of your seat, uh, but don't pour the eggnog for me yet. Because uh, it's Thanksgiving in a couple days. We got a couple games to break down. I want to welcome uh, our guest and our buddy, Dewey. Uh, A.K.A. James Duhamel, one of the leaders of the Hupix Team LTD Point Spread Championships. He was in first place heading into last week. When we decided to bring on... Indeed. Uh, the leader of the standings. Leader of the standings. Had a tough week, just like I did. I went two and four. So he's now hovering still in the top three. Dewey, how you doing? Welcome to Look Who's Talking. Hey, how are you? Happy to be here. One and five. <laughs> one and five. Probably not on the podium anymore, but still happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. The fact that Dewey's here really attest to the intense nature the Hughes Talking Point Spread Championship has taken on. Yeah. I'm getting messages Sunday morning. Hey, you're not feeding this guy those picks, are you? <laughs> so I'm getting the flip side of both of it. Yeah. Anyway, you slice it. Loving the participation in the Hugh Pick standing. It, it's really sweet because all the guys that are right around the top 12, I've noticed just through our uh, follow us at Who's Talking on Instagram and everything. You follow Weird Mike, spelled M-I-C, for some of the weirdest football content that's ever been created. Ever. Uh, whether ever. he's speaking to a lake in uh, love and hate relationships or fishing with strangers and giving them tips on the 49ers as they come out of the woods. Hey, <laughs> hey, were you talking point spreads? <laughs> you, you actually run a podcast. Oh, perfect. That's why I was hanging out in the woods. <laughs> Something about a babbling brook that just makes people yeah. want to speak. But anyway, everyone in the top 12 is literally getting right into it and with a lot of messages to me like, hey, when can I pick the Thanksgiving games? Uh, right now. You can start right now with the right early now. lines. Uh, Brian Hiller, who I believe just climbed into the top two uh, with a solid week last week. Mattis Backer is right there and Jake Fristney's right there. He messaged me already. He's like, I want Houston minus two and a half. Because it's about to disappear, and it did. It's at three already. You so it's getting competitive. Team LTD and Scotty, they stepped up. The prizes are sweet for the top three. And uh, Dewey, man, I didn't know you. Like, 
I didn't know you're such a handicapper. Big hockey guy. Big hockey guy. Big hockey guy. Uh, soccer guy. Soccer guy. You Redhead guy. The other football. The other football, correct? Yes. Yes. So uh, you came on the heels of a one in five. I like it. I like it. You could have <laughs> declined, but you said no, and I love it. And you brought some uh, some parting gifts here. Uh, I did. Some, uh, some food and Timmy's. I love I love how people always say food and Timmy's because Timmy's foods purposefully below average, <laughs> right? Yeah, serious downturn. Amazing coffee, amazing everything, but you always have to go somewhere else unless you want to show up with a whole bunch of sandwiches that look like they came from a no frills from 1986. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, and, Timmy's. Love your coffee, but and, and everybody's pissed that you didn't make the extra stop yeah, to get the McDoubles right. and the McChicken. Exactly. Right? Like, you don't want the chi- anyway. Anyway, that's good. Look who's talking protocol. Bring McDoubles, extra sauce for your boy Hugh. Yeah, big sauce guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I went two and four on the weekend. Yeah, big sauce guy. Yeah. <laughs> you should see me at Subway. It's, it's disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you make your own hybrid sauce. Huck, Huck Daddy gets excited with me going to Subway. He's like, what sauces you got lined up for this one? I think over under six and a half sauces. <laughs> Two sauce max for weird. Uh, you got a bunch of the boys right now being like, yeah, it's so gross. Max lady right now <laughs> so freaking out. All right. So I went two and four for my picks. I am 42 and 24 for the year after being 40 and 20 last week. My o- second losing week of the season. Uh, the ones I got right. Uh, unfortunately for my co-host here, Weird Michael, mm. who's been red hot. He's one of, he's one of the best survivor players I know for football. Uh, I was right on the Titans spread and said, watch the money line. And I was writing the Cowboys spread, and I said, "What's the money line?" Just so you know, it's a kind of a double screw job there. He one you, you, you put the kibosh on the Vikings. Yeah, I saw the post. Yeah, and I was like, "God damn it, this fucker's right." <laughs> and number two, you kind of chimed in on my sprinkle. I know people were looking. Apparently, my sprinkle is way hotter than the smash. <laughs> uh, that came to me about three, four times over the weekend. So, uh, curse you. Uh, in the friendliest possible way, of course. Two and four. Yo, seriously rough Monday or rough Sunday. Yes. For everybody across the board. I don't know who, anybody who came out in any kind of serious green. Anybody who literally survived. Good job. Well done. Yeah. You know, big weekend in the NFL. Again, just something to remember. Besides the really, really best team and the really, really worst team, there's about half the league that's really in the middle. And you got to pick. You know, those nine and seven teams are going to win games they, they don't see coming. They're going to lose games they don't see coming. They just meet in the middle. Remember, most of the NFL is in the gray. Um, but yeah, actually, Dewey st- sent me some uh, statistics of, of my own as far as our gold, my gold, silver, and bronze pick. Okay, okay. Let's hear that gold record. Yeah, I loved it. Um, <clears throat> While you dig that up, Hugh, I'm going to uh, admit to the audience two handicaps I missed as a semi-professional handicapper here on Look Who's Talking. Follow me at Weird Mike on Instagram with the C. Uh, the Rams on Monday night with the the Brady revenge. He took him out of the Super Bowl. He did. It was a different situation, but fucking Brady won the Super Bowl over the Rams. Yep. And um, my survivor pick. Shame on me, Mike. For those who don't know, by the way, Mike's survivor pick was the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings. Vikings. No new man on the Minnesota Vikings. Mike McCarthy, the current coach for the Dallas Cowboys has the most career victories against the Minnesota Vikings of any coach ever. AFL, NFL, whatever league they played in to start. Nobody's got more wins against the Vikings. When I heard that stat halfway through the second, I almost broke my TV, Huck. 
No lie. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, with the, and with that game too, um, remember we talked about this where, you know, Toronto's like a hockey mecca. Mm. So, you know, it's it's hard to be bad in Toronto for a long period of time because it's all you would hear about as a player for, for, for so long. And someone who's not quite from there might understand because they'd be like, oh, they're not that good. Like they're gonna lose. You don't. You don't understand. Like it's just been enough is enough for two weeks now. They had like five days off. They're winning this game. You know, and with in Dallas, it's the football mecca. Mike McCarthy's been listening, and their coaching staff's listening to everything. Basically, we hired this guy because he apparently he was an, he's hired an analytics team to run a whole bunch of plays because he's you know studied the offenses that are working in the two years he had off or whatever. They had their bye week. He, whether win or lose, we were going to see uh, some weird plays from the Mike McCarthy offense, and we did, and it worked. Get C.D. Lamb the ball more. Anyway, I, uh, you survived, eh, Dewey? 10-10? I did. I'm, I'm At Dewey ten ten. I will survive. Yes, uh, Dewey ten ten. I will uh, survive. I took. I was bouncing back and forth between the Vikings and the Chargers. Yeah, and uh, just. Like you said, Jeff, Dallas coming off the bye week. I feel like they had more weapons than the Jets do, obviously. Yep. And you give Dalton a chance to really get in, get the plays going, first uh, first QB snaps in practice. Uh, I just thought they were going to come out. I think I told you on Thursday, you Dallas did. was winning the money line. Yep. Uh, and, and that's why I picked the Chargers. And so we're moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Three people left in my survivor pool. Skip, <laughs> taking it down. You know what that means, by the way? The Chargers officially have at least one fan. <laughs> True story. They're rolling into Buff Town this week. Yes, they are. Uh, just to recap, that uh, not only did uh, the Denver or sorry the Vikings lose on the Survivor, lose the Pro Line, also lost the weird pick. Yep. Oh, and uh, one, no smash, no sprinkle equals no win. Apparently, <laughs> oh and one took Casey on Sunday night, and uh, it led to a extremely rough Monday, probably the roughest since last Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but those of you laying some serious lumber or semi-serious lumber, keep positive and uh, stay away from the communist post, you know? Yeah. Well, anyway, I talked about the two po- the two games I got right, which is fun to talk about. Uh, Titans, Cowboys, seven-point dogs, basically, winning outright. Fel- felt great. Uh, four wrong, though, and uh, didn't love that. <laughs> uh, last night's Monday Nighter. Uh, or, yeah, Monday Nighter. For, uh, we got the Bucks losing to the Rams. And you know, we're, you, 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 you've seen the game. You've seen the highlights. But uh, one thing I took away from the game, especially after listening to the vitriol of Brady hate uh, all over the radio everywhere, is one play can change so much, but so little. Let me break that down for a second. Classic Weird Mike headline. <laughs> when Brady completed that first pass for nine yards, I think it was, uh, like, you know, the Rams... Really bad last sequence there where they leave Brady basically two and a half minutes at a timeout to go get a field goal to tie it or have a touchdown. And they just got a touchdown pretty much on the previous drive. Brady completes the first nine-yard pass uh, to Fournette, I think, and then he runs it for the last yard. And he's just doing that slow march, that Brady march. And you're getting ready to hear the narrative all day today of same old Brady. Look at the Bucks go. Rams put up a good fight. You know, they held Brady in check. They, he looked off. They got pressure. But in the end, with all these weapons, they didn't stand a chance. And now the Bucks are on their way to, you know, I don't know, not being questioned about everything they're doing all day today and all week today. 
everything they're doing is being questioned. Everything. Including everything. Tom Brady's bedtime. Right. All of it. Which, you know what? I'll give that point. Some, that, that's got some merit to it. If he's 43, the, the, the oldest quarterback to ever have any success in this league, and he's got some HGH plan where he wakes up basically as half a man, half beanstalk because he goes to bed at 8 p.m. every night and he keeps losing these primetime games. There's something to that. It's got to be. But uh, let's say he doesn't throw that pick, bad pick. And I don't know why you're still even throwing it down the field. All of Brady's best drives in his career ever, even whether he was 22 or 42, are a whole bunch of about two-minute drives where he has usually enough time to just take the most likely highest percentage pass to James White over and over again, all the way down the field until you get one little broken tackle for an extra 15, 20 yards. Why even throw it to Gronk? Anyway, one play can change so much, but so little, because the Bucks are still fine. You know, I wasn't really thinking about this in my assessment of the game until you mentioned James White, but if you look back at all those Super Bowls and all those runs with the Patriots, yeah. he had that super reliable scat back. Yeah. And now Leonard Fournette drops two out of every three balls. Yep. Even if he catches them, he's not that shifty dude. Right. He's a north-south guy. So's Rojo. Yeah. Give this guy a little a, a little James White. You nailed it perfectly. Yeah. Well, like you got all these high-priced weapons. Yeah. Maybe maybe Bill didn't get him the weapons because he knew he couldn't fit him in those windows. Maybe. Maybe. Either way. That was your Brady boner and my Brady hey. hate. Meeting yes. at the summit. Now my Brady, uh, bo- my Brady boner. I, Dewey, I got a lot. I got of, a Brady chub. Yeah. I'm like right in the middle. Look, he's just he made he makes me so much money because he knows winning football. His age might not be able to execute it all the time, but that ceiling of understanding winning football is still why he's a guy you want to put your money behind. One thing I'll get to in the truth of the week. There's two teams right now that are just that one. One little winning football priority play short, and I'll explain it in Truth of the Week way later. But uh, my Brady my Brady Boner goes only so far because I'm actually disappointed with him last night. Very. One thing, one thing. Nothing to do with the game. Okay. He's 43. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I have trouble putting socks on, okay? I'm not a big sock guy. I'm a stunt, and I'm not, and that's why, bro. <laughs> so I have trouble with socks for an entirely different reason than you do. Because they're always crusty? <laughs> Uh, speaking of speaking of crotch, Mike over here. Uh, uh, no, but the look, I'm all for the competitiveness and like you know, laser focus with Brady, mama mentality with Kobe, and like the Michael Jordan. We watched the Last Dance. This guy was fucking devil out there with competitiveness. So I love that. I respect that. I don't want to change anything about Brady, but I, he's not perfect. Shake Jared Goff's hand, man. It's Monday Night Football. You are. This isn't some kid where it's like. You know, you threw a pick to lose the game, and it was Brett Rippon on the other side. And you know what? You don't got to go shake his hand. You're pissed off. You just lost the division. I, you're, you're Tom Brady. It's different, man. You've won everything. It's like you, you just, you, you've won everything at this point. And I know that that drive keeps you going, that anger. You already beat Jared Goff in a Super Bowl. This isn't just some kid. And I saw Jared Goff, I put myself in his shoes last night when I saw him put on his hat. He didn't even play a great second half. That's the other thing. The Bucks didn't even no, play a great game. 50 times. Jared Goff played a good game. Hey, hey. <laughs> he had like two, there was like two-thirds of the yards they threw were after the catch. Anyway, he played good. I like Jared Goff. I do. And I liked him even more watching him last night because I put myself in his shoes. And I'm like, hey, man, when I, I grew up watching Tom Brady. 
California kid, right? Goes to Cal, gets drafted first overall, goes through some struggles. They're like the same quarterback. They're not that mobile. They're accurate. They seem to be good guys and good leaders. Goff's already lost in the Super Bowl to this guy, who I love. I like Brady. Puts his hat on at the end of the game, walks out, and you see him looking around like, oh, man. Like, not mad. Just like the kid in him was like, dude, really? Yeah. Like, And I, I was like, dude, that sucks, man. Shake Jared, that's the last time he's probably going to play you. Definitely on Monday Night Football. It was a great battle. Two good defenses showed up and shut down two good offenses in the second half. Shake his fucking hand. I, Russ just did it to Kyler uh, last week, right? Yeah. Like mentors. Just not not to that extreme. Uh, also, in the last four seasons, Brady, 43 wins. Goff, 40 wins. Hey. Put a little respect on his name, Tom. Yeah. Especially when you play like shit. Yes. As far as quarterbacks go, I posted a list at the start of the year. And I've up, I've I've up, I've I've moved the list around. I'll post it this week. Oh, Matt Harris I de- wants that I list. I know. Moved. Gardner Minshew was maybe a little too high. Yes. Get Josh Allen up in there. So hold on. Is that Brady Sem or is that Brady Chubb now a semi? With that. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. There's some blood flow. Look, if I if I say to you in a couple of years, hey, Brady played for the Bucks for three or four years. By the way, I'm predicting that. I don't think he's retiring anytime soon. So they're going to pick up the second year. What? Yeah. Wow. But here's what I'm saying. Imagine three or four years from now, kind of like the Miami Heat tenure. Okay? Will he have a new coach? A little four-year little four year tenure, like the Miami Heat. How long did it take them? Remember when the Miami Heat were like almost a 500 team at the start of the season? Because it's tough to put all these all-stars together under some new coach and just make it all work. But they made the finals that year. And I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers losing the Super Bowl this year to the new Warriors of the NFL, the Chiefs. But if I say to you, in four or five years, hey, Brady was down there for three or four years. They ended up winning one Super Bowl. But you want to know the reason they didn't win more? Byron Leftwich was their offensive coordinator. Would that surprise you? We are, Marshall. Like, when, if it comes out later, like, Brady's just like, yeah, I don't know what was going on. All right? We were th- throwing Byron Leftwich's offense and uh, I got, you know, six rings to his pinky ring. Like, what, yeah. what? Byron Leftwich? Pinky ring. Arians right. isn't calling the plays? Yeah, what's up with that? What's I don't know what's up with that, Mike. Okay. And as a guy who had the Bucks last night, I'd like to know. <laughs> anyway, that's enough about Monday Night Football. Shake his farvin' hand, man. Um, yeah. I got a couple quick hitters before I moved on. Yeah, yeah you quick hit it up, bud. Uh, did you know Baker Mayfield just passed Big Ben for the most wins at Cleveland Brown Stadium? I did see that. First Energy wow. Stadium, yeah. Cleveland Brown Home Stadium <laughs> visiting Big Ben most wins until this weekend against the woeful Wentz-led Eagles. Yeah. Um, anybody who sent Marcus Valdez-Scantling a death threat, you're a batty boy. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Baker is no longer the batty. You're the batty. Yes. Can't believe anybody's doing that. Yeah. Get so mad when I see that. Well, when I see all the comments everywhere... Like all over, I can believe it because people are mental. Well, without him, you don't tie the game. <laughs> right, right. He's yeah. a great player. Even if he fumble. doesn't tie the game, folks. Yeah, yeah. 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 you're right. You're right like. Yes. And um, <laughs> yo, I yep. keep, I keep saying this: the Panthers are Baylor football, man. These guys were a favorite, and everybody hated them so much that the line jumped the fence to the Lions. And as soon as it went to the Lions, the Panthers were unmissable. Yep. Knew they were going to win. P.J. Walker, a.k.a. Black Jesus. You hearing this? That's what they're calling him. They, they love the guy. 
Teddy <laughs> might not get his job good. For, for those of you, for those of you not in the studio, all everyone listening, uh, Anz just basically made a crucifix with his hands as he. That was raw emotion. Happy. I didn't intend. I wasn't part of the bit. But the point is, Baylor football is alive and well with the Carolina Panthers. Best dog I've seen in a long time. Roof, roof, roof. And uh, yeah. Robbie, and- Robbie Anderson thought the Carolina Panthers mascot was it was a bear. <laughs> it's, it's a panther. <laughs> yeah, Huck's getting a little antsy there. You got to talk a little Titans here. You got to get yeah. Huck involved in here, bro. Uh, my gold pick came through. Oh, quickly. Yeah, the stats that Dewey sent me uh, as we remember the Titans. Love the music, by the way, last week, Huck Daddy. I like the fact that uh, King Henry is on the way to securing the bag. Yeah, he's paying the man. It's time to pay hey, him. Man. Now it's his second walk-off touchdown. That's rare in football. This guy's making three-pointers to win NFL games. Like Wally O. All right. So our gold pick, which last week was the Titans. Uh, overall for the season, we are 7 for 11, 63%. Silver, 6 for 11, 54%. And our bronze pick is 6, yes, 6 for now 11. Now 6 for 11. Yes. Now 6 for 11. I so got all podiums above 500. You got it. It's very important. Yes, that's why I liked it. You put them in order. <laughs> Got to love stats that look good. This guy coming for Leslie's job, eh? <laughs> Leslie, hear that? Am I am I the only one that thinks Tennessee has the toughest schedule every week? They're playing uh, like a Super Bowl. Con- now they're on the road at Indy. They were just at Baltimore. They had Pitt. Like every week, it seems. Yeah, Tennessee right up there with Houston, who started oh, the uh, started the season. And they're the, not winning games in the American Gladiators gauntlet versus Nitro Laser Sable Siren Siren. Oh. Shout out to Siren. Wasn't Siren deaf? hear that. I think no, Siren was deaf. Yes. Hey, I, I, I she couldn't that. hear that. <laughs> Next time we have Coach Dan on the show, he'll sign for us. Oh. Yeah. Then this guy named Two Scoops for those American Gladiators fans. Every time they interviewed him after, he would smash the gauntlet. It was amazing. I mean, you would watch him just to do the gauntlet. Just deking people out like Pavel Bure. Knew I'd drop one of those oh. in. The Russian rocket. I think- anyway, they'd ask him every week, hey, how you feeling today? And he would always give some number above 100%. So, like, how are you feeling today? Uh, 340%. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Titans are going to make a real run, man. I yeah. think uh, they took some baby steps. Last year, losing that title in the or the game, yeah. the AFC title game. They're an old school uh, football team, man. It's, it's beyond that. You touched on it in the rundown. You got something to get off your chest Vrabel. about Vrabel. So you've come to my side on Vrabel. I liked him. Your I've, favorite I, weird prom shopper. Whenever I talk about liking him or liking the Titans, you immediately take us to how weird he is. I'm not saying that's good or bad, but I like him from what, I, what I've heard on the Middlecoff episode, because he's that former pro scout, down at the Combine, Rabel's like the most popular guy in the league. You don't say. Everybody, Farvin loves him, and not because they're trying to suck up to him or anything. He's just that guy. He's just, everyone loves him. So when I see him, and so, so you, you keep that in the back of your mind, and then you watch him lead his Titans out at center field, or this, you know, midfield, Right on the Ravens logo to have a meeting, yeah, and you might be, you know, there's some of you might be like, you know, I don't like that shit, you know, I don't, that's fine, okay, play ping pong. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I, and I, I'm not saying like if it leads to violence, okay, don't love it. But the intimidation factor, football is a different game, man, and that's what I. This is the type of thing I like about it. Whereas some other sports have gotten a little too friendly with opposition. You know, like, you know, basketball and even even hockey from what hockey, it used to 100%. be, right? Even we, golf. Even golf. And, like, that that makes it cool in other ways where you watch these guys joke around and, like, you know, but 
there's part of you that really wants to watch you Go to watch war. these gladiators hate each other. Like, actually. And Harbaugh walks out like, what are you guys doing, you know? And the fact that Harbaugh was out there before, like, anybody else, immediately I'm like, oh, I wish I could have doubled my bet on the Titans money line right now. Ray Lewis would have... Killed somebody. <laughs> I looked at all of you like, oh yeah. oh, yeah, I forgot he did that. But, yeah, you know, take a penalty. Just something besides your your coach that looks like a library cop walking up, the old special teams coordinator, be like, I don't really like this, guys. You know? Yeah. Well, that's great. We're about to kick your ass for the second time in your building in, in one calendar year. As a member of the Ravens flock, you know what I noticed on that skirmish there with the center field? What? They scrapped their big logo. The Ravens used to have an amazing Porsche-like car top logo. Don't they the still set- have it? No, they just have a little Raven head. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love that old Porsche Man, logo. Man, it thing. was like it took up like it went up like to thirty-eight. It's on also each side, it's also know? one of the parts of an NFL logo that I have no I, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I have no idea why that's your logo. Maybe are Porsches made there? I, I, that was the example of like a car, you know, piece on the hood. If anybody. Ornament. From the Ravens flock or otherwise knows why that symbol that looks like a Porsche sort of symbol is part of the Ravens logo chain. Let me farmer know. I'm I've liked it since Dion played on that team and I had a Ravens Dion jersey. Des Bryant made a catch for the Ravens. Yes, he did. A couple he made a nice couple. ones actually. Actually, if they threw it to him a couple downs later, he would have a touchdown. I, I don't. Like, you know, they don't throw the ball, Mike. I know, but once he's engaged, like he's a guy that, you know, his mind turns. Yeah. He's either all in or he's all out. And he looked to be all in there. I just felt like they could have rode him a bit more. It was, but, a, it was a back and forth game that Ravens, Ravens, Titans, Huck, Daddy, what did you think uh, going forward? I loved it. You called it, Jeff. The money line, the Titans. They were not, there was never a chance that they were six point underdogs. So, so that was a total Great sprinkle number. hijack, eh? Huck and Hugh on the, the money line sprinkle. Hey, cash. You guys got me remembering the Titans, all right? I just took a closer look. These guys play some good football. Uh, also, we talked about this last week. Uh, hopefully, maybe some of you guys did it, maybe you didn't, but I update mine every week, Truth the Week last week. Make your charts. And because that Titans pick was def- was my number one chart pick. And I had two teams that I have 13th, or sorry, it was 11th and 13th in the league. Anyway, and that is, that's separated by a half point, maybe even no points on my chart. And six points, too much. Uh, good football game. Okay, speaking of good football games, uh, just before we get into Thanksgiving, there was one on Sunday Night Football. I mentioned this earlier. The Chiefs, the New Warriors. Watch that team play. Kelsey, Hill, the O-line. Le'Veon Bell is a back who's still getting used to the offense. Wait till that starts working a little better. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, a defense that doesn't even need to be great. Just don't be horrible. Um, it's just like the Warriors playing defense. Doesn't matter. Okay, get your, get your two. Whatever. Just give us the ball back. Just give us the ball back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same with the Chiefs. Get, give us the ball back. Anyway, so I, it's great seeing the Raiders playing great football. I know, you know we heard about this earlier in the week from a couple different places, and it's just right. It feels right. Be- best jersey kit probably in the NFL. Uh, the black and silver. Cuba looks like a rock star. John Madden. Yeah. Yeah. Eyeshadow. Yeah, that, uh, that, yeah what's with that? Just chemical win, Romance, baby. bro. He's the lead singer of the Chemical Romance. You see that meme going around? I'll post it. Yeah, okay. It's not funny. A big, it's... Not a big meme guy, but I'll post it. <laughs> I'd rather you dress up like him. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, you, uh, I remember seeing the exact moment, and I remember thinking to myself, like, right then and there, oh, that'll be a meme. Like, you know, Rick, right when they just showed him, like, 
just staring like that the kid, the neighbor kid from uh, Toy Story. You know, right? Sid. Um, Sid. Sid. I got Sid. kids. So you, yeah, lo- you do. so you love that the Raiders are back? When when the kids pop it out, that's all you're thinking. Like, don't be Sid. Don't be Sid. Don't be Sid. <laughs> yeah. Well, first, don't be a girl. And then don't be Sid. Sorry. Sorry, she bros. Is that, that so- <laughs> does, that, that, does that socks thing work? Eh? Uh, to no. no do, do you swear by the socks? Kobe Bryant swears by the socks because he never wore them and he had four girls. Wow. Dewey's got two boys, by oh, the way. Yeah. Shout out to Carter, James Jr., how about that? James Jr. got a lot of sass. I wonder uh, where he got that. I wonder where he got that. <laughs> my, my dad sees Dewey. He's like, hey, hey, how are you kids doing? Yeah, hey, one kid, he looks at you know, he's just like me, James Jr. He's like, and Dewey looks at me like I already know the joke your dad's about <laughs> yeah. to do because we, play, we all played hockey together. And uh, <laughs> he looks straight at Dewey. He's like, yeah, uh, it's not going to back check that. <laughs> <laughs> right away. Right away. That's jokes. Uh, Raiders. Yeah. Uh, as much as everybody's kind of thrown some praise on them. Yeah, they look great. One of the best losses of the decade, I'm hearing. Sure. Uh, stay the far away this week. Their no. fourth trip. No? No. A little tease on the picks there? I can't. I'm, I, I, I think I'm warning my 79 followers and growing to stay the far away from that game because Atlanta uh, off the bye was weird. Yep. Uh, into a weird situation where they didn't really know who was going to game plan. And the Raiders just had this awesome loss, yep. still a loss. Yep. Traditionally a bad fave, East Coast. I'm a state of far away. I like to feed those in. Yeah, no, I But hear I do enjoy the momentum of the Raiders, especially in Vegas. And Sunday night, all those blimp shots of Vegas, all the cutaways with the Wayne Newtons and the Elvis Presley songs. We gotta, Viva! We got to go to that stadium. It looks far and amazing. Do you know the Bills... Got absolutely robbed. Not only from an amazing home sked. I was listening to 550 today. The road Sal Carpaccio. Yeah, yeah. Their road games at Arizona. Great retirement getaway spot. At Vegas. Always in Miami. At Smashville on a Tuesday. Yeah. Wow. My God. Come on, man. <laughs> These Bills Mafia can't catch a break. Like They got the big torch in Vegas for, yeah. for Al Davis. What's it called? The Al Davis Memorial Torch? That's a good guess. You gotta come up with a better. <laughs> Remember name. when that was a word in high school? <laughs> yeah. That guy was a torch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it back. That's a good one. Uh, that's probably why we like the Titans thing, eh? Because we used to line up at, at center ice with the stretching. I was gonna say, but and I know that we definitely got some listeners who hated that yeah. playing against us. And again, you know, love it or hate it, but if you're on the team doing it and your coaches let you do it because. They got the confidence in you to back up. They are allowing you to do it. So, like, the Titans players, that's Vrabel being like, yeah, I don't care. Like, we're not going to get our ass kicked because of this. Because if they get their ass kicked and they did that, like, it's on him. Like, look what you did. You ignited that fire in front of the Ravens. But if you kick their ass anyway, it just builds even more confidence. And you get out of control confident, and you can't lose. So, watch out for the Titans. Or remember them, whatever you want to call it. What do you think of the Bills this week, Jeffy? Oh First man! First time I've ever called you Jeffy, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's uh, never gonna happen again. I feel again. like you I can only call not. Jeff with J's Jeffy. <laughs> You've called me Jeffy before under certain weed, and I stopped buying that. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Jeffy. a little, little too close. Bills Chargers. Bills Chargers minus six. So what we do, by the way, if you're a new listener, what uh, Weird Mike gives his smash and sprinkle, aka his best bet and his semi best bet, the gambling donut, the gambling smash donut, the smash and sprinkle. A.K.A. George Costanza's favorite sex move. It yeah. does involve a knuckle. <laughs> I prefer a counterclockwise twist. And I give six Hugh picks with my gold, silver, and bronze pick and three more for you greedy 
Look who's talkers because I'm greedy too. And, and we all love six. Huck takes the Titans. And Huck takes every the week. Titans every week. So you're getting nine picks yep. every week. And the Titans are on an ATS tear, by the way. And in the Rabel regime, that would make you money. They are that? post. They're uh, upwards of 500 the team. Rabel machine. Yeah, liking it. And we're gonna talk some Survivor with Dewey, who is our only remaining Survivor member on the in the studio right now. Oh, I lost too. Salt in the wound. bro. No, I wasn't trying that to salt in the wound. That 60k was gonna turn Tribe the show up. I, I was. I, I I couldn't have done more to talk you out of the Vikings. Could I have? I feel you like also you were- posted that Justin Jeffries video when the guy's name is Justin Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. I told him about it. He didn't change it. But I got the tag right. Right. I you got did. the tag right. He did. So I'm, you know, I still got some social media pitfalls. I am the stepchild of the social media family here. Yes. The pecking order, to be clear. Look who's talking. Huck Media, VOG, Dewey 1010. Oh, yeah. Immediately ahead of you. And then down to <laughs> Add Weird Mike. Yep. So anyway, don't back off that Bills. I know sometimes you, you kind of. Don't want to say yay or nay. Did it make your picks? The Bills did not. Uh, so I would, give me, what's your thoughts? Again, this is just, I have the Chargers. I upgraded the Chargers a lot Interesting. this week. Herbert is very capable of a really high ceiling. So the six points I don't love. I like the Bills to win this game. It'll make a ticket for me uh, on a money line. Okay. But uh, the six points right now with Herbert, I'm not, I like it. I, I wouldn't take, I wouldn't take the Chargers. But because uh, the Bills, they just got a bye week. Bye week this late in the season is nice. Nice. You just saw what Dallas did with their bye too. week. Buffalo's getting healthy. They, By the way, Miami lost. New England lost. Like Everybody just lost. That They needed to lose, basically. So, yeah, one or two wins kind of cements what's sure. happening here. doesn't matter where the wins come from. Right. But this is definitely one of them. Very excited just about the Bills sealing this season. Uh, they're going to be wearing their throwback unis, the AFL championship jerseys. Uh, the old school buffalo, the, the white helmets, aka yeah. oh, yeah. the juice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you know that the Chargers and Bills got some serious old school AFL beef? They played in two AFL title games in '64 and '65, the only championships the Bills won. They of course lost four Super Bowls in the early '90s. Yes, they did. B I L S S. Boy, I love losing. Boy, I love losing Super Bowls. But uh, they did triumph over the Chargers. They have a long and prosperous history against this franchise, regardless of the county and the amount of fans that they have. I hope the Chargers wear their AFL throwbacks because those are baby. By the way, depending on what jerseys the Chargers wear, will definitely affect Mike's betting. (laughs) (laughs) For all the Western New York and Southern Ontario, it was a bye week. We didn't talk too much Bills last week. If they wear the wrong jersey, he's smashing on the Bills. Watch. (laughs) They should handle the Chargers. Uh, Eckler is back, though, for yeah. you fantasy guys. Yep. A uh, big part of what they do. But I don't think he really ever played with Herbert, so I wonder if their chemistry... We'll see. Yay or nay. Okay, so Thanksgiving. Three games for you. Uh, Houston-Detroit. A lot of people are on Houston early, uh, thinking that line could go up from 2.5 to 3 to 3.5 just because of the way Deshaun Watson looked against the Patriots last week. Tough game. Uh, one thing we also do on the show is tell you to stay the farve away from some games. This one... I don't like. I'm not telling you to stay far away from it because I think Houston would probably be the lean. But why? Like, what are they chasing still? They're a talented team on offense. Uh, just like a court case, folks, I always love to ask motive. Okay? What, what are you doing? How hard are you working this week to win this game? I know you play good football, but what's your effort level like? What's your effort level off the practice field? Like, all of it. What do you? Deshaun Watson and Laramie Tunsil are the only guys that I know will be Texans next year. Just weird. Now, Deshaun Watson played his best game of the season last week. Could he do that again? 
Yes. Probably. Yes, exactly. You know so, why? Because everyone's watching. It's yeah. Deshaun is a big time guy, right. man. Right. And I'll tell you what their motivation is, Hugh. As you said it, I didn't really think about it, but you know, as the wheels turn, they say, uh, this is a team that won a lot of football games yeah, over the last three last years. Year. Playoff games, JJ Watt. Twenty four nothing on the Chiefs. Right, like some serious wins and these guys just had a win against a quality opponent that may be down a bit, but still went over to Patriots. You know, it's something you tell your grandkids about. Yeah. And this team knows and likes winning. And that's why I think they get it done this early, um, right. a short week. Because for just a moment, they're going to remember how awesome it is to win football games. Yeah. And they're going to do this, and then they're going to go home and have some Texas turkey where there's no COVID yep. and all that good stuff. One of my favorite things to say... And you, if you guys have been listening to 86 episodes of the show, you heard me say it before, but it usually saves me some Thank coin. you, by the way. Saves me. Yes, thank you. Uh, is that if I can see either team winning by 20, I stay away. And last week, my stay the far away game was Saints-Falcons. Just stay the far away because I could see either team winning by 20. Uh, Taysom Hill Saints, the Falcon, there was steam on the Falcons, taking that number all the way down five and a half to three. Steam. Steam. Steam and Willie Bean. Which is a Vegas term for a whole bunch of money coming in on the Falcons. Anyway, but I told you to stay far away because Sean Payton versus the old Falcons with their interim coaching staff. Anyway, this is another one like that. Just, I don't know. Detroit, if you took the same game a week ago before Houston beat New England, probably would have been Detroit minus three. So one game, one week changes a spread by like six. About a week ago. Anyway, moving on. To the second game, Washington-Dallas. Uh, Dewey, any thoughts on this game right off the bat? This is one of those weeks where I feel like, you know, you look at the point spreads on all the weeks. This week, I feel like I can get nine right. Last week, I was petrified, hence the <laughs> one in five. Um, obviously, Dallas looked pretty good. You always want to side with them on, you know, Thanksgiving. They're always playing. They're at home. You just, you know, they're going to be there, right? You, you want to side with them. Uh, but Washington, they're a, they're a weird football team. Yep. And, and <laughs> that's their name. But, yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're all, I never know. There's like five or six teams in the league. Both of these teams are one of them. You never know who's coming. Jekyll or Hyde. Atlanta's one of them. Yeah. Right? Detroit's another one. Houston's another one. You just, you don't know who you're going to get. And for me, this is a stay of the far away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, if, if anybody, I think I would take Washington in this one. Yeah. To cover that. So he just set me up perfectly. I'm crashing your picks. Yeah, go nuts. Weird pick, hijack because yeah, of the sprinkle. Take the take the take honors. Do you stuck it to me in Survivor? Uh not this week. Maybe a little side bet here. Weird pick, crash alert. Dallas Cowboys minus three on Turkey Day, Thanksgiving, which is canceled, by the way, at Centennial Studios. Big teardrop. Be safe, everybody. Weird pick. Dallas minus three against the Washington football team. You don't want to know why, Jeff? Yes, usually. Washington whooped them about six weeks ago. About six weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Serious whooping. These two teams always chop-chop. There's always that weird game in the division. Skins slash team are winless on the road. And Dallas... We touched on it. Got a little mini mojo. A team that's won some games. Mini mojo. Some swagger. Finally won a game. And I look for them to build on that. And the beige water pistol slash Andy Dalton 
slash formerly the Red Rocket. Yep. Which is a disrespect to Matt Bonner, who was a better candidate for the name. Uh, Dewey, excuse me? Dewey also <laughs> a, red, a Red Rocket. Uh, uh, gin, ginger on ginger here. Yeah. Everybody's watching. Dallas finally. I'm not saying they righted the ship, guys. I'm not jumping on a cowboy bandwagon here. I just see the spot. Yep. Washington only wins at home. And what's up with that turf at RFK Stadium, by the way? Holy farve. How many legs is this thing going to claim? RG3, Theismann, yeah. Alex Smith oh, on the other God. side. Right? RIP Joe Burrow. I'm going to let you talk about that in a second. Just a little sidebar on RFK Field or whatever they call it now, yeah. Landover, Maryland. Cowboys minus three is the smash, folks. The turkey leg smash. All right. And I'm sprinkling on the bills because we talked about it. They're wearing the unis. They got the history. <laughs> the unis. Yeah. The, the, the unis. I'm telling you. Yeah. You're, yo, you're a uni guy. Dude. Yeah, you used I, to put on a third jersey, and you'd be like, yo, I'm scoring a hat trick tonight. Yep. Look good, like, feel I, good, I, play I, good. I was never that guy. Deion Sanders. It's true. Yeah. So Deion the Bills Sanders. are minus six slash five and a half. I'm going to take it at six on the record, and it's my Thanksgiving Day sprinkle. I didn't want to give you both Thursday games. Yep. So we got the Bills off the bye with a good coaching staff, grounded, and uh, a Chargers team that has only beat the Bengals, the Jags, and the Jets. Hey, a win's a win. Yep. But none of those teams have any more than two wins. So I'm going to build on it. Bills minus six sprinkle. Turkey smash on the Cowboys minus three. And uh, that's your weird pick hijack. I do like both of them. I would buy a couple points on the Bills. But okay. I think they win the game. And I would buy a half point on the Cowboys. But so I'm ex expensive half point. Yes, definitely. Very to go from three to minus two and a half is, is big. Is big. I like Andy Dalton. With the bye week, because that's 10 days of, of work with, with the ones, right? When Dak Prescott's in, he arrived in during COVID, didn't have training camp, didn't have a preseason. Dak goes down. All right, Red Rocket, here important NFC East football. Here you go. Here's a new offense. So I just think it took, took some time. So um, I'm just going to build on that. Uh, the, time, the week that he did have after he was entered into the game, yeah. after Dak's injury. He got COVID. No. Oh, no, he had COVID scare. He got concussed, concussed against Washington. That's correct. So he had a full week of prep for Washington in yes. which he only played Ooh. two drives. Ooh. Full week of prep for Washington. Uh, Extra time to do the homework. Newsflash, the Washington football team is not, you know, deviating from some kind of master plan. It is basically the same yep. as week six, okay? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, that was a big part of why I took the Dallas Cowboys minus three. All right. We talked Washington, uh, Dallas for a couple minutes here without talking about Alex Smith. Uh, great comeback story. Off and on quarterback play since he's been back. Looked really good when they've been down losing, you know, or or the game's over because Joe Burrow got killed, you know. Uh, like in that Detroit game, like didn't play good till they went to the prevent. So anyway, Interesting game. We'll see Dewey's on Washington. Weird Mike sprinkling on Dallas. Smashing on Dallas. He Minus said two. if he had to if choose. If he had to. If he had to. Doesn't mean he's taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he's representing I, all the Look Who's Talkers here tonight. He's, he can call us I believe I he said wants. stay the far away. Yes, he did. Stay the far away. Don't drop F-bombs. Drop far bombs. You're right. I was... Ex anyway. Yeah, you're far and excited. By the way, uh, just before I go to my picks here, because uh, the night game's in my picks, so you'll hear that. Gotcha. Great night game, by the way. Uh, one thing I, I love about football is that I learn something every Sunday about a sport that I've watched enough of to, to think you would know almost everything. Like, you know, there's a couple of sports where you, you could you learn four rules and you know soccer, you know? 
<laughs> like, right? Okay. You can't touch it with your hands, you know? Uh, a couple of, you know, don't kick the guy. But with football, I didn't know this. Tom Brady threw a pass. It got deflected into alignment. He caught his own pass, which goes down as a reception. Minus nine yards. Minus nine yards. Then he threw an, another pass quickly, seemingly in a panic, but maybe knowing the rules so well that this was all a plan. But, I mean, that would have been pretty heat of the moment for a 43-year-old thing to come up with. But immediately throws the same intended pass to Mike Evans. It was third and ten. They got eight yards. It's a penalty, which they can either decline, and he gets another play. So this totally broken play becomes, whatever, third third and 20. Sure, you're Tom Brady with an all-star team of receivers. Not out of the question. Mini Mary. So they can decline it, or it's fourth and two, and maybe you go for it. Anyway, I didn't know that you could actually complete two forward passes on the same play, and if a penalty gets declined, you keep them. He threw the second one like a loaf of bread. That was weird. Yeah, everything about that was the that was the worst that was the best worst game, or sorry, the worst best game. Like it was a good score line, had all the stars. Yeah, but there was something missing from Absolutely. that game. I mean, keep, I had to go back. Keep so in mind, the Bucks played awful, and we're still like you know twenty yards away from being a tie game with the Rams, who I would put top three in the NFC easily. Brady took a big knock there. Yes, he did. Yeah, he looked a little far he, up. I, I, it didn't have that that razor's edge that. You know, that, that look, that killer yeah. instinct. No, no laser tired. focus last night. Bedtime, bro. This guy's in bed at quarter to eight. Yeah. Serious regiment. He's a golden girl, man. The By the way, Blanche Devereaux. If, if you get the chance to watch something on YouTube, watch Tommy and Gronky. Uh, they good. just interview each other with these, like, layup questions. But it's just really fun to just watch them joke around and get to know. I swear to God, it's awesome. So you are 42 and 24. 42 and 24. Which is 64% rounded up. Um, 63.6. Yeah, we're still picking pretty darn good. I'll round up those four points. Some some uh, some play classic Hewlett plays this week, which Mike sometimes doesn't love, but are usually the ones that uh, come through. I don't go with the popular picks. I go with the ones that are going to win. Here we go. Yeah! All right, folks. Uh, I'm a big Joe Burrow fan. After week two in the NFL, loved him immediately. Watch NFL mic'd up on YouTube. Teaches a lot about the guys. He's just looks like he's been playing this league for four years. It's a real shame to see what just happened to his rookie season. But I'll tell you who's not ready to beat the New York Giants this week. And that is Mr. Ryan Finley. All right. Yep, Kev, I know he's your cousin. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Bengals are plus six. At home to the New York Giants coming off a of bye week. Giants with the division in sights now as the current Vegas favorite to win that division. Is that so? On some boards, it's them and Philly. But basically, it's an even ball game right now. And they're playing good football. Started with that loss to Tampa Bay, which should have been a win. And uh, they're totally, besides Saquon, they're healthy. Playing a good team coming off the bye week. I like the Giants minus six. Playing up against a Bengals team that simply has doesn't care anymore. Why would they? No Mixon starting running back. Uh, their O-line isn't an O-line. Joe Burrow's gone. Ryan Finley could barely move the ball against the, the football team. <laughs> How stupid is that to say? Anyway, um, so we're taking the Giants minus six for a variety of obvious reasons. Don't overthink this one. I'm just trying to get the number before it goes to seven. And I see it moving. 
Giants are better than you think, overrated, and the Bengals without Burrow, you can't even call them uh, overrated or underrated. They're just worse than you could possibly imagine because we haven't even seen it yet. And uh, yeah, good luck. And they don't even want to win. So join the, join the fun. Okay, our silver pick. Take my boys, the Pittsburgh Steelers, minus five against the COVID uh, infested Baltimore Ravens, unfortunately. Hope everyone stays healthy. Obviously, this isn't about, you know, the health and safety of these players. We hope that they are all good. However, Ingram and Dobbins being out for the Baltimore Ravens is massive. Okay, they are a running football team. J.K. Dobbins is the emerging star of this team. Ohio State running back who had better numbers than Ezekiel Elliott, who was in better shape than Ezekiel Elliott. Just didn't quite have the fanfare that Ezekiel Elliott had. Either way, this guy's really good. Okay? And taking away Ingram for the tough yards, Dobbins for the James White style catching out of the backfield, and all the other things they like to do. Uh, this leaves Lamar with Gus Edwards, who can run the ball a little bit, but he's not going to beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. And uh, Mark Andrews up the middle, because Marquise Brown's averaging about one catch a week, and that does not going to w- beat the unbeaten Steelers. You had your chance. It was two weeks ago. Now you're missing your two best running back studs in Pittsburgh, where they can seal the deal on this division. Sorry, Ravens. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> take the Steelers minus five. Take advantage of the uh, take advantage of the unfortunate situation the Ravens are uh, facing. Okay, number uh, with our bronze pick, I am taking the Cleveland Browns minus six and a half going into Jacksonville. I've I wanted to watch the Browns since OBJ played before I really put my money on them again. Uh, was on them very early in the year and it was pr- profitable for us. I like what I saw against the Eagles. It was an ugly game on offense, but they know who they are, and they're going to just keep running that ball. Uh, they're also 7-3. First time in, what, 30, 30 years? 800 years. Something like that. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're hashtag rounding up pretty much all episode 86 here. But they got an identity. They run the football, and they run it well. They got, they'll have Miles Garrett back from his COVID scare by the time that game comes around, which is going to put Jake Luton under a lot of pressure. Uh, it's a good number to get the Browns, who are on their way to the playoffs and solidifying this. I like it. Uh, by, take them by a touch. It's six and a half. They win by over a touchdown. Running the ball down the Jaguars' throats with every single loss, this team gets less of a team. Doug Barone's on his way out, obviously. They're going to get a new coach. They're probably going to draft a quarterback because they'll be in the top three draft picks. They want to go to London. Yeah, they don't even want to be in Jacksonville. <laughs> Anyway, so fade Jacksonville until Minshew gets back, uh, and even then. Okay, fourth pick. We're taking the uh, Las Vegas Raiders minus three at the Atlanta Falcons. Look, if the Falcons had beat the Saints, this would be a different story. They, uh, they'd be on their way to something. Wild card chase? Something. They're now three games plus a tiebreaker out of, out of the wild card and right back to where they were a couple weeks ago. Going to finish a couple games out of the playoffs. Probably going to hire a new coach. Might try to find a new quarterback. Julio Jones is hurt again. Are you seeing a pattern here? So, the Las Vegas Raiders were one play away from winning that game against the Chiefs. They didn't make it. Uh, That's definitely more than enough plays to beat uh, the Atlanta Falcons on their way to the playoffs. Because the Raiders are playing Raider football. And I love it. Light that torch, you torch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I am taking the... Get ready for these last two picks, folks. 
But watch out on your props tickets because, or on your pools tickets, because these same types of picks last week are the ones that ruined some pools tickets. I'm taking the Eagles plus six. Monday Night Football against the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. In Philly, uh, it's an important thing. The Eagles just had a couple rough road games. Weird game in Cleveland. They're coming home. And also, there's no Philly fans angry at them because you can barely let fans into the game. <laughs> It'll be a nice kind of relaxing. It's like when you come home, when you're, you know, you come back to your parents' house back in high school and, oh my God, nobody's home. It's amazing. <laughs> and I'll watch Under Siege smoke a joint just in the kitchen and blow it out the window and just order a pizza to my face, which I would probably not even eat. I don't know how we got there, but the Eagles are plus six at home to the Seahawks. Three dipping sauces. Also, this could be the exact same playoff game that we see about two months from now if the Eagles win the, win the division, which I'm still predicting they do. Look, Carson looked bad last week, and I'm a big defender of Carson. His Some of his throwing fundamentals are off. He used to really laser that thing in. I'm not sure if it's been some of the injuries he's garnered over the last few years or what, but it's the mix of him seemingly playing on a lot of Adderall because that guy's a jacked-up mother farmer. Like, just the way he moves his feet around and stuff. I'd like him to just calm down, okay, and zing it in there like I know he can. I, I just feel like the, they're healthy enough with Lane Johnson back and Miles Sanders back. It's a must-win game for them. I mean, it's NFC East. Just win a couple of games and this division's yours. Anyway, plus six is too much, okay? This is just a very even game between two teams who aren't as far apart as you think. I know everybody's having trouble putting their money on Carson Wentz right now, but that's why you're getting Seattle at plus six, okay? This is too big of a number for a team that really can't play defense. Okay? Philly plus six. Sorry, Philly plus six. And my last pick, we're taking the New York Jets, plus seven. Frank Gore just announced on Twitter... This is my last season, boys. I can't go out like this. Check out their schedule. This is it. This is the game they can win. It doesn't look good beyond this. They got the Miami Dolphins. Looks Sounds like they're starting Tua, who had about 81 yards of offense before they pulled him last week in, in Denver. The Hawaii boy plays in Miami. He's going into MetLife end of November for a, a must-win game against a desperate football team. They don't want to be 0-16. They, they looked okay against the L.A. Chargers. They lost by a touchdown. Perriman and Flacco is becoming a bit of a thing. And you just got one of the most respected veterans of the entire team calling out his entire team for max effort. And I think they'll get it because they looked at the schedule and this is it. So plus seven. Look, this game against a division rival, okay? The Jets know one team. It's how to occasionally beat the Dolphins. It's the team they know. It's the last team left on their schedule they can beat. I'm getting maximum effort about, of a team that's not as bad as everybody thinks. They're, the Bengals are the new worst team in the league. Know that. Plus seven take for the Jets. This is the game. And I told you, box it on your pools. Hugh picks. You! So uh, the Hugh Picks rebuttal is going to be real quick. Uh, yep. Do get ready. I'm going to put a friendship gun to your head for one NFL spread. <laughs> friendship gun. Uh, Sounds like a penis. <laughs> Five-incher. Uh, That's rounding up. <laughs> you just, you just ride in that Ravens. you just anti-Ravens so, spread every week. Don't say sorry to me. I know. You I've know, literally picked uh, against the Ravens. Eventually, Lamar is, is a bright light guy. Yeah. And it will go. I'm not saying to fade the hot. Yeah. I find it funny. I just don't think Vegas has caught up yet to how big of a problem it is to not be able to pass the ball. The Giants, um, yeah, just a good spot. Yeah. Off the bye, healthy. Yeah, great spot. Some, some mojo going. Uh, yeah, the Jags, 
I think that's going to be overrun with Cleveland fans. It happened with Steeler fans. Uh, Steeler Nation was in the house yep. in Jacksonville. Yes, they were. Uh, big time. So, you know, hashtag Favre State Lines. There was even some Londoners who came over. <laughs> Show the home team some support. Pinky's up. Um, I don't really care who Seattle's playing. They're not really six points better than anybody, let alone a, you know, Monday Night Live Dogs. Yeah. Love, love. That's a box. Did you say it was a potential box? Yeah, under? I said box Philly and box the Jets. Sure. And um, <sighs> Gus the Bus, he's down, eh? And J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. No, no, Ingram Ingram, and Dobbins. So the Gus the Bus is, you got is, it. is the load. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, he's not quite the feature yet. Right. He's, he's not going to break out to the outside around T.J. Watt. Even like though Got the best nickname in the league. Third downs are going to be really hard to come by for the Ravens unless Lamar's running it. So yeah, I told you last week yep. that Tua spent his entire life at sea level. That mother farver was gassed. <laughs> yes, he was. This guy was hawking <laughs> wind. A five-star recruit, a world-class talent, was having trouble at the altitude. Fitzy almost stole it. Yeah, that mother farver. He did. We, you know, that's how you got his nickname, right? In case you forgot, Ryan Fitzpatrick is nicknamed Fitzmagic because at the end of the game, somebody's win always disappears. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway, bottom line, Tua. This is more of a play on Gore and the Jets. Yeah. And they're just they're, they're starting to cover. They I cover was, two in a row. I, I really like it. I was wa- Thank you. I was watching the game against Denver, Miami. Late, I announced. I went live before uh, before the, yeah, the one yeah. o'clock games and just said, "You should do that weekly, by the way." Really, I, I immediately said, "I'm like, I, I made this ticket six minutes ago, and I hate the Lions pick." And I, I was, I was like, "I hate the Lions pick. What am I doing? They're on the road. No Galladay, no Swift. I'm a joke." And because Carolina's a bad fave, right? And you're like, they shouldn't be favored. Yeah, but it flipped. I know. You, you called it anyway. Um, so yeah, I. I I saw Fitz Ma- Fitzpatrick came in because I I mentioned that I took Denver straight up. I didn't box the game. Ballsy, I see bro. Fitzpatrick come in. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm screwed. And I'm like, wherever Weird Mike is right now, he's pumped because I put. I was like, I think he's on Miami. Um, anyway, Just I so- thought of you. Whenever I see Fitzpatrick for the rest of my life, I will think of you. That's uh, that's exciting. Just, Just don't call me Jeffy. Just for the, I got <laughs> I got a little bit of uh, messaging about the R.I.P. Vikings. Uh, there was no other flip side, though. I was either taking the Vikings, the Patriots, or the Dolphins, and all three lost. So I'm not beating myself up for a pick that I shouldn't have made. Good for you. <laughs> Dewey, where's that pick? And to- before I give you my pick, okay. me coming off a struggling week, <laughs> guys, I got to know if some of these teams are for real or not. Yeah, so just yeah. one word answer, real or fake. I'm going to give you about 10 or 12 teams here. Real or fake, Tennessee Titans. Sorry, Huck. For real. So real. The Cleveland Browns. Uh, almost for real. Fake. <laughs> the Raiders. For real. Get used to it. Almost real. The Buffalo Bills. Oh, hey. hey, hey. Very real. You didn't do it again, eh? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'll take hey, you can't hey, call hey, me hey as a yes. Um, yeah. Seattle. For real, because they're the quarterback. Not fake. Fake. <laughs> fake, 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 fake. Uh, Rams. They're also real. Extremely real. Yeah. That was, that was impressive. Impressive victory last night. Green Bay Packers. For real, quarterback. Fake. 
can only play one way. New Orleans, now that they show they can win games without Drew Brees. For real, excellent coaching. I second the motion. Baltimore. Not for real. Can't pass the ball. Oh, pass. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, by the way, at home, Mike's got a futures bet. Two of them. Uh, a couple of units on each. New England to not win nine games. Looking great. So Baltimore to win 12. So they're both done. If New England can't beat the 32nd rush defense, right. who are they going to beat? Yeah, I feel extremely confident now that the Pats will go under. And we all know that the Ravens hey, are not going to run They still table. could, though. They could. Who are the Pats or the Ravens? I don't know. Either one. <laughs> there, look, a glimmer of hope means a lot. I feel like there's a couple more teams on that. There's list. two yes, more there. teams here. Yeah, sorry, go. Sorry. Indianapolis Colts coming off a big win. Not for real. So real. I love Second it. best AFC team. I'm going to stand by it. I'm going to stand by it. Yeah. Hey, well, I mean, you know, that's not like accurate or anything. You can stand by anything you want. I could call myself the president of the United States. I'm like, oh, I stand by it. There's somebody doing that right now. And Hugh this. hasn't talked about him yet. And the bet openly guys are waiting. So yeah. the San Francisco 49ers. Not for real. Get a quarterback and they're going to. Not for real. Had their moment. But great coach. Fake. Great team. You, a below average quarterback. Fake. Sorry, Jimmy. That's all for me. Sorry, guys. Dewey. Sorry, right. bet openly. Who you got, Hugh? Who you got, uh, Do? I like the Arizona Cardinals minus two against the fake New England Patriots. Okay. Short price for a good team. The New England Patriots. <laughs> New England. Fa- Cards coming off a loss. Yeah. Mini Kyler guy. going against another mentor. I heard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see it. I see it. I heard somebody. It might have been Randy Moss. Or not Randy Moss. It was a receiver who just basically looked at the camera and said, look, when it comes down to it right now, New England just doesn't have the horses. I thought that was a pretty good. Like they don't really they, they have a whole bunch of players. And I wish I would have seen this last week. But they have a whole bunch of players who would be backups on every other team in the league almost, playing as their starters in the skill positions, right? That's uh, just they don't have the horses. They've I like always it. had that thoroughbred. Yeah. Now they don't. Right. I really wish they still had the jersey swap going because I would have loved to see Cam Newton and Kyler Murray jersey swap. <laughs> six, six and a half, yeah. two seventy off on his versus five, eight and a half, Cam, buck 70. Cam puts the jersey on as another wristband. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was, uh, that was good times today. Thanks for coming by. Anytime, boys. Had a blast. Giddy up one more time. Uh, we're just doing a quick True the Week. <laughs> Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week this week, folks. There's a winning difference, and often it comes down to one play, and that one play is decided by the quarterback. And whenever you're watching for things, oftentimes you can make a lot of money for the rest of a season just watching how one team does that one play. Football games will come down to one play often, and I'm going to give you two specific plays that happened this weekend. One team, lucky to get away with a win. The other team, not so lucky. Don't leave it up to luck. Okay, good quarterbacks don't. Patrick Mahomes doesn't. Peyton Manning didn't. Tom Brady, every single time he was ever on one of those drives, late in games, besides like Monday night, doesn't. Because when it push comes down to it, there's a time to win the game. The Raiders on Sunday Night Football were up by three points. They got the ball back after actually forcing the Chiefs to punt. And they were on a drive nearing midfield. They got to a third down, and it was manageable. Wasn't too far. What they did was something I've seen... Phillip Rivers and a whole bunch of quarterbacks who never make the big game do time and time again. And it's decide to throw up some sort of 50-50 ball on third down 
which might be opportunistic. You might have a really tall receiver one-on-one against a smaller DB. And, you know, every play sheet in the world tells you, yeah, throw this ball. This is great. Not at this particular time of the game. There's always a time to step on their throat. And I thought the Raiders lost the football game with about seven minutes to go as they threw a 50-50 ball down, down this, the right side go route to Nelson Aguilar. The guy who catches wide open, wide open plays in the first two quarters all the time makes tough catches sometimes. Guy's been dropping babies since 2017. But bro. he's been dropping babies since 1917, and he costs his teams some games. But it's not his fault. Don't throw him that ball. Hold the ball a little longer. Wait for the variables to change because the only thing that's important on this drive is making this third down and getting some Farvin points here because you can't just be up by the Chiefs by one score. That's how you lose. That's why you don't see Brady on these end-of-the-game drives or fourth-quarter drives. He's Back when he was in his offense with McDaniels, they just focused on the next first down. It's like focusing on the next ring. And when you lose sight of that with too much of an opportunistic offense, basically a first- or second-quarter offense in the fourth quarter, if you can't differentiate between the two, I I can tell that you don't have that priority decision-making, hyper-quick, kind of thing that, that 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 it factor in a good quarterback even when it's the highest stress levels that'll get you to that big game so the Raiders lost the game because they threw some 50-50 ball on the, the the play where they could have stepped on the Chiefs throat up to Aguilar no good lost the game the Rams second down uh they're up by three and or sorry about to be up by three if they kick the field goal it's a tie game Monday Night Football uh second down Nothing's there for Goff, and instead of taking a sack or having a little check down play to keep the, fu- the clock running, they throw it out of bounds. Then you're, pl- you're planning on third downs to run the ball? This is just basic analytics at this point, just hating this end-of-the-game possession. But that's not necessarily on Goff, but that's, that's, that's how to lose a game, one-on-one. And they got lucky. They, they, they didn't get lucky. They played great defense in the secondary. But that's the difference. Same, same, but different. Yeah. Right, so one don't, won it, one lost it. Right, making the same. The best fighters in the UFC are the ones who don't leave it up to the judges. The best boxers are the ones who knock them on the ground, step on their throat. That's how you win rings. And so, as a as a Raiders fan and a Chiefs fan, I just wish the Raiders would have finished the job and beat the Warriors on Sunday Night Football. Anyway, that's uh, that's all I got. But just something to watch for. If you're ever wondering, like, oh, you know, what's that it factor everyone talks about? Yeah, in the fourth quarter. Do you know how to win games or not? Okay, because there's a couple plays that aren't obvious are the ones that win it. All right. Uh, big shout-out to our friends at Bet underscore Openly. Uh, it's a, I'm getting involved in this now because people are making really stupid play, stupid parlays. Parlays, as everyone should know, is where the house makes a lot of money. Yes. And that, because I've been shouting them out for like oh, about a month now ever since I went on their show, when checked out some stupid parlays that people made the other night. Made a quick little shekel. Um, yeah, people are stupid. So take advantage. Anyway, you can also make your own parlays, which have odds in your favor, and see if someone else will take them. So worth a shot. Bet underscore openly. Unfortunately, they're Niners fans, but what are you going to do? Can't all be perfect. Uh, I can't believe you went an entire hour without talking about your Super Bowl preview is playing this week. Yeah, Chiefs Tampa. Sorry, biggest game of the week. My God. I know. Sorry, I'm just... Pretty fired up about uh, uh, everything else. So it's a four o'clock game. Yeah, I'm calling it the Jim Nance Boner Bowl. <laughs> Guy wants Romo money, by the way. You see that? Jim Nance. Anytime you get it. Any, of course he should. Anytime 
Tony Romo, Tom Brady, and Patrick Mahomes are in the same building. Jim Nance has a four-hour erection. <laughs> Check so back you. to the 2018 AFC title game. Um, what do you think, Hugh? Those are your two uh, dream boats. Well, this Hugh is and Dew, what do you think? This, it's my super... Huey and Dewey, how you doing? Super Bowl. Did I just box myself out by saying that? <laughs> Huey and Dewey. does have a nice ring to it. It's so nice. We're Dude, splitting, Dew and Hugh. Split yeah. the two podcasts. We got on, what, Onside Orgy. Onside Orgy. And Hugh and Dew. Huey and Dewey. Okay. Uh, it's my Super Bowl preview. Before week one started, I said we're going to be Chiefs versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Chiefs win in Tampa. I called it WrestleMania 6. Hogan versus Warrior. I was there. Were you really? Yes, sir. Wow. Cried. Yeah, big Hulkamania. Yeah, <laughs> vitamins every day. Said my prayers, and and Hogan lost, and I bawled my eyes out. Hulk Hogan. My dad realized he had a little. What age has two running around in his house? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, big cat guy now. Yeah, he is. No, don't me. dodge it. Who you got? Yeah, man on man. No Gun spread. to your head. Who's winning the game? Gun to my head. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs probably for the next decade, guys. Just to be honest, even versus Tommy Boy. Yeah. On the ship. Yeah. Did you see? With the wenches. Like, when they're on the field, they just look unstoppable. Give me the ball back. Monday night losers. Hey, I'm not saying I love it. Is it in my Hugh picks? No. No. Because it's going to be a great game. I couldn't believe it was. With a friendly gun or a real gun. uh, Friendship gun? A friendship gun. (laughs) Favorite kind of gun, by the way. Any gun to my head, I'm taking Patrick, like the Chiefs, unless something happens to Mahomes. That's it. So why don't you do a little tease there? Get a little KC buff tease. No, no, no. I, I only give you... The teams that I, I, the money that will be in your pocket. It's going to be a great game. I don't know what the over-under is, but it should be a shootout. Also, a little prop for you. Patrick Mahomes took a kneel at the end of the game on Sunday Night Football and screwed everybody who took his rushing yards over again. The Super Bowl, he did four kneels to end the game, and one of them he did an extra like five little yard jiggle. And if you took his over rushing yards, you lost. Wow. And that same thing happened with a one-yard kneel to go from 19 to 18 yards. I saw it on Barstool. Uh, you got to watch those props picks, man. Props make the most seemingly meaningless plays in football games. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Was that a one-yard was that a negative one-yard pass to was, Robert Woods? Was that a Let's sack? Go. Did he run out of bounds? Was that a sack? Yeah. I thought he was moving The forward. game's 40 to nothing, but I think that was a sack. It's an over. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Yo, weird pick. Dallas minus three, smash, and sprinkle the Bills minus six. Remember to follow us at Hughes Talking or at Weird Mike. You can also follow our current uh, third-place member, I think, on our leaderboard, at Dewey1010. That's for October 10th. And... Uh, yeah, big shout out to Team LTD providing the prizing for our, our Hupix Point Spread Championship. Uh, if you're downtown Toronto, check out Locals Only for a frosty beverage, outdoor TVs, and some football games live. Uh, big shout out to Huck Media and all you lookers, talkers out there. Keep on sharing the podcast, liking the podcast, whether you're listening on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or Lambo. And for those who know, Lambo. <laughs> See, you next, you. See you next week. Thanks, Huck. <laughs>